I'd been sitting in the reception area of Hampton and Associates for the better part of an hour when Leif Hampton finally charged in through the main door. His face flushed, a faint scent of sandalwood cologne wafting into the room. He held an overstuffed black briefcase in each hand and muttered an apology about a tough morning in court before barking out a flurry of instructions to a harried-looking associate. A tail-wagging golden doodle appeared out of nowhere, and I realized the dog had been sleeping under the receptionist's desk. Leith nodded towards his office, a signal for me to go in and take a seat, then followed me, plopping both briefcases on his desk. He leaned down to pat the dog and pulled a biscuit out of his pants pocket. Atticus, he said, not looking up. My personal therapy dog. Some days he's the only thing that keeps me sane. I nodded, slipping into a chair closest to the window. It wasn't a particularly large office, and you definitely got some street noise. Horns honking, sirens, the occasional revving of a motorcycle engine. But it did offer a decent view of Bay Street. I watched as countless individuals of every possible size, shape, and color scurried across the street as cyclists, completely insane in my opinion, weaved their way in and out of the endless stream of gridlocked traffic. In the heart of Toronto's financial district, everyone was always in a hurry, even if getting somewhere in a hurry wasn't possible. Atticus took up residence in a chair by the corner, going by the blanket that covered the fabric, this was his regular seating arrangement. It amused me to think that Leith Hampton, a criminal defense attorney known for his blistering cross-examinations and ruthless antics, both in and out of court, owned a golden doodle, let alone one that was allowed on the furniture. After a good 15 minutes, a half-dozen consultations with more harried-looking associates, and three telephone calls, all brief, Leith was apparently satisfied he'd sorted out what needed to be done and who was going to do it. He looked up at me, and I realized what made people gravitate towards him. It wasn't his five-foot-six-inch frame, mostly slender with the exception of a slight paunch, but his eyes. Eyes that were so blue, so intense in their gaze, that they seemed electric. He opened a drawer and removed a manila file folder, along with a thin document bound in pale blue cardboard, the words Last Will and Testament of David James Barnstable, etched in black on the cover. Let's go into the boardroom. We won't be disturbed there. Apparently Atticus wasn't allowed in the boardroom, because he jumped off the chair and trundled back to his spot under the reception desk, sighing loudly as he flumped his curly-haired body down onto the floor. I followed Leith into a long, windowless room with a mahogany table surrounded by several black leather swivel chairs. I selected a seat across from him and waited. Leith placed the will in front of him, smoothing an invisible crease with a well-manicured hand, the nail showing evidence of a vigorous buffing. I wondered what kind of man went in for a mani-pedi. I was surmising on the petty and decided it was the kind of man who billed his services out for $500 an hour. Unlike his office, which had a desk stacked high with paperwork, a saltwater aquarium, and walls covered with richly embroidered tapestries, the boardroom was devoid of any clutter or ornamentation. The sole exception was a framed photograph of an attractive blue-eyed blonde, mid to late 20s, 
She had her arms wrapped possessively around two fair-haired children, ages about three and five. Mrs. Leithhampton, the fourth, I assumed, or possibly the fifth. I'd lost count, not that it mattered. My business here had nothing to do with Hampton's latest trophy wife or their gap-toothed offspring. I was here for the reading of my father's last will and testament, an event I would have been far happier not attending for a good many years to come. Unfortunately, a faulty safety harness hadn't stopped his fall from the 30th floor of a condo under construction. The fact that a criminal defense attorney of Leith's reputation had drawn up the will was an indication of just how long the two men had been friends. 